Hello, this is Linda with English Puzzle and I'm here today to talk to you about verbs. This podcast is primarily geared to foreign students who are trying to learn English and speak in a better fashion, a better way that they can feel in command of the language and to get to grips with the language. Another one of my expressions, to get to grips with, means to really have it under control. So today we're talking about verbs and verb is a doing word. I do, you go, he runs, we sleep. It's also a state of being. I am, we live. So it can mean a couple of things, a doing word and also a state of being. Um, it indicates in a sentence, what the subject performs, and verbs are the heart of English sentences. For example, you could say, Jacob walks in the morning. That's a usual action. Mike is going to school. He's going, he's intending to go to school. He's on his way to go to school. Albert does not like to walk. This is a negative action, but it's still using the verb and is not liking something in this particular case. Anna is a good girl. This is a state of being. Verbs are related to a lot of other things like the subject, the person, number, tense, mood, voice, etc. And there are many forms of verbs, but the basic forms are six forms of verbs. And these are the base form, children play in the field, the infinitive form, where you've got the word to in front of it, tell them not to play, not to play. Past tense, they played football yesterday. And of course, there are many irregular past tenses, which we will have to look at another time. Past participle, I have eaten a hamburger. I've eaten it. The present participle, I saw them playing with him today. I saw him playing with him today. And then we've got the gerund. Swimming is the best exercise. Swimming, just generally, swimming is the best exercise. So there are different types of verbs. We've got finite verbs, non-finite verbs, action verbs, linking verb, auxiliary verbs and modal verbs and each one is a lesson in itself unfortunately. So we do have quite a lot to cover in the way of verbs. Um, what can I tell you about more of the, not the basic form but more of the finite verbs are the actual verbs which are called the roots of sentences. It's a form of a verb that is performed by or refers to a subject and uses one of the 12 forms of tense and changes according to the number or the person of the subject. For example, Alex went to school. Alex is the subject. He went, he performed the action. It was in the past tense. He went to school. Okay, so we know that he's been there. He's been at school. Robert plays hockey. He plays hockey. That means he does it generally. He plays it, it's not past tense, he plays it generally as a hobby. 
He is playing for Australia. So we know that he is playing, he's continuing to play for Australia. And he is one of the best players. Here, the verb is directly refers to Robert. He is one of the best players. So those are all finite verbs. Then we have non-finite verbs. They're not actual verbs. They don't work as verbs in the sentence um, rather than they work as nouns or adjectives. So non-finite verbs do not change according to the number or the person or the subject because these verbs, also called verbals, do not have any direct relation to the subject. They sometimes become the subject themselves. For example, Alex went overseas to play. So there we go. He went overseas, past tense, to play. There's an infinitive. Playing cricket is his only job. That's the present participle, playing cricket. So when he plays cricket, that's all he does. He plays cricket. This is his only job. I have broken a bat. That is past tense. I broke it. Oh dear, my goodness. I have broken a bat. Walking is a good habit. There's a gerund. Walking, generally, walking is a good habit. So action verbs indicate what the subject of a sentence performs. It can make the listener or the reader feel emotions, see the scene more vividly and accurately. So action verbs can be transitive, or intransitive. This is where it gets quite complicated. Transitive verbs have a direct object. A transitive verb demands something or someone to be acted upon. For example, I painted the car. The verb paint demands an object to be painted. I painted. I painted what? I painted the car. She is reading the newspaper. She's reading what? The newspaper. So that's what she's reading. The answer is the object. She is reading the newspaper. Intransitive verbs do not act upon anything. They may be followed by an adjective, an adverb, a preposition, or another part of speech. For example, she smiled. The verb smile can't have any object since the act of smiling doesn't fall upon anything or anyone. She smiled. That's it. She smiled. I wake up at six o'clock. Nothing else needed. I wake up at six o'clock. I wake up at six o'clock. So that's an, a couple of examples of intransitive verbs. They're not acting on anything else, just they're quite happy on their own. Okay, so then we have a linking verb, a linking verb, which adds a detail about the subject of a sentence. Often, what's on each side of a linking verb complements or redefines the actual subject. So generally, linking verbs are called be verbs. I am, is, are, was, were. However, there are some which can work as linking verbs that are things like act or feel, remain, appear, become, smell, look, taste. 
Some verbs in this list can also be action verbs, so we need to try to replace them with the forms of the be words and see if it makes any sense. Half the time, when you're learning English, it is a matter of trial and error. What does it sound like? Does it sound right? If it sounds right, it probably is right. If it sounds a little strange and a bit weird, it's probably not right at all. So we have to try, trial and error. Listen as much as you can to other people speaking English, to English language radio stations, um, television stations if you can, and see if you can understand at least an outline of what's being said. Because if you can grasp a little bit of a whole then you are on the way to learning English. So she appears ready for the game. She's ready for the game. The food smelled delicious. It was delicious. You look happy. You are happy. Um, we've got lots of other types of verbs, and I think it's a lot to do in one podcast. So we will try to break it up. But I would like to use um, maybe some um, form of speaking to you in a fairly simple text messages or text podcasts so you can hear and understand and see if you can get an idea or the sense of what's being said. So today that's the start of verbs. We will continue because there's a lot more to do and what I don't want to do is make it more confusing than it possibly is already. So thank you for listening to me today. This is Linda with English Puzzle and I hope to be solving some of the puzzles for you over the course of the podcast. Thank you.